Thanks for joining us. If it's your first time, hey, this is Be Human, a podcast where Kevin and I discuss topics around mental health, getting more out of life, and all the intricacies around being human. This week, we're spending some time explaining a few strategies to goal setting that you can apply to your 2021 goals. Before we jump into some strategies and talk about accomplishing our goals in 2021, let's do a little recap, Kevin, on whether or not you did your homework and actually talked to somebody about (laughs) giving you a discount. Oh, well, come on. I had two two things in my homework list. You just had one, okay? So I accomplished 50% of my homework, which I, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It's not, it's not okay. Yeah. It's, Call me a it's jackass. Not, you made me go out there and put my neck out there and be <laughs> embarrassed and you didn't follow through. So you left me hanging. I feel some no, type of way. I know. Yeah, you should. You should. That being said, I've already done that and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> but what I've realized is that I am a sad hermit that rarely gets out of his shell. I genuinely was not at the store all week. I was not in any, like, I wasn't a target. I wasn't a, like, and it only hit me today when I realized, shit, I didn't do the task. Yeah, I haven't been in the store. And I know this is going to sound like, so basically I can- It sounds like an excuse. Yeah. Okay. But I, I can work from home and we only, myself and Alexa, we only have one car. She has to go to school. Like she has to, to do her work. So she's the only one with the car. She's driving back and forth. So she picks up the groceries. So yeah, I know I failed on that front. I did, yeah. but I've done it before and I'll do it again. So get off my bar. I'm going to do it. All right. Okay. You got, you I'm have my word. You have it. my word. No, and now it's, now the pressure's on even more so, but Hey, did, did you do it? Did you go into the store and ask for a discount? Yeah, I did. Cause I'm a woman of my word. So I go into the co-op, which by the way, I go to the grocery store at least once a week. Uh, It's an obsession. Uh, Anyway, so (laughs) I go and as he's, you know, ringing the stuff up, he gets to the last item and I say, oh, can I have a discount? And he was like, huh? I say, oh yeah, can I have a discount? And then he said, (laughs) no. No, but he offered an explanation as to why he couldn't give me his discount. Mm. He was like, oh, you know, I needed to ring it up on my car, but uh, so sorry. And I was like, oh, no problem. But I was scared, but I asked, you yeah. I love it. I'll help you redeem yourself. What homework did you do? Did you have a name for your fear? I did. I did. All so, right. All right. I'm all ears. So, Okay. So basically, I'm like obsessed with the show called Cobra Kai. I don't know if you've like, have you seen the Karate Kid? Have you you seen the Karate Kid? So the Karate Kid was like this really famous movie back in the 80s. It's like this guy who's getting beat up by bullies and then he starts kicking ass and gets taught by Mr. Miyagi. And it's like, wash on, wash off. That's like a big concept of it. But this is like a show on Netflix now. Like that's stemming from that. They're now like grown up and they're adults. So it's really good show really addictive i find it like hilarious alexa can't like watch it for a minute she finds it so cringe (laughs) i I love it it's like it's they they're not like they're not afraid to be cringe they're kind of like just embracing the cringeness so i find it hilarious and i just love like sports shows i get like real riled up i'm like come on but anyways there's this like bad guy in it called john crease okay And he's just like really old, wrinkly dude. And he's like, he's like the classic 
like cringy bad guy in movies where he's like he's got a snake and he's just like you know real smarmy he's like oh welcome to my dojo i hope you're ready to have your ass kicked you know like just like way over the top cheesy cringy you just cannot take him seriously you can't take him seriously so i was just looking at this guy and i was like you know what you know how could i like welcome like anxiety and that fear more into my life he just kind of like popped up. I was like, this dude, I cannot, I could not take him seriously. Even if I tried, I find it hilarious and it's pretty relatable. Like, cause he's the bully in the show. So I was like, crease. So I'm going to call it. It's John crease is the full name. I'm going to go with crease. So that is the, and that's the guy that I imagine, you know, like I kind of like giving him a, a, like a bit of a vision or a, an identity. So my anxiety, my fear is crease. And he's uh, from Cobra Kai. I love it. I love it. Yes, Crease. Okay, it, now I'm going to go uh, Google Crease so I can see what you're visualizing when you have this fear. Crease. Yeah. Mm, love it. I think you, I think you, like, even if you watch like a couple of clips from Cobra Kai, you'll get it. Cause like, I think <laughs> I now kind of like chuckle a little bit when I think of it. That's the desired goal to laugh at your fear and your anxiety uh, because it loses its, its power over you when you do that. All right, Bree, enough of the shooting of the shit. Let us get down <laughs> to business. This week, we're going to share a couple of tips around how to go about achieving your goals in, in 2021. For me, like a, a big thing when it comes to goal setting is visualization, like seeing the end in sight, seeing you achieve the goal in your mind before it's happened. It's been a huge part of my life and I've like looked to incorporate it at every time I set goals and there's this kind of idea around visualization that it's kind of like your real fluffy airy fairy, you know, used by people who aren't necessarily living in reality. But the real reality is it's actually quite the opposite. You know, like if you look a lot of the most successful, you know, athletes, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, business people, uh, people who you typically kind of aspire to be or get to their level, you'll find that actually the majority of them visualize in, in some capacity uh, and especially in like the sports you know, arena, like a lot of athletes, Olympians, they use visualization to, to really excel at, 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 and, and do well in sports. Yeah. I became a fan of visualization when Kobe Bryant came out and was a real advocate for it and talked about how prior to him scoring the final shot in a game, he would visualize, you know, five, four, three, two, one. And he would take the shot over and over again in his mind. And Kobe's a legend and everybody knows, okay, at the end of the game, I want the ball in Kobe's hands. And he attributes a lot of that to visualization. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's a, that's an awesome story. I actually have Kobe Bryant's five feet on my uh, reading list for this year. So yeah. I'm really? To, yeah. Oh my gosh. I yeah. am so excited for you to read it. I love Kobe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 uh, there's a, there's a guy on, on the sales team that's a big fan and just a lot of the stuff that he talks about really resonates with mm. me. So I'm, I'm excited to read it. Honestly, Bree, there's a ton of research. There's a ton of studies that we could talk about inside, but one that I found really interesting, um, was, they did a, a study between a group who visualized working out and exercising versus a group who actually did work out. And the group who 
literally just like sat and visualized in their minds of themselves doing a workout, increased their muscle strength by 13.5%. Now the group that like actually did the workout, they increased their strength by 30%. But could you imagine if you did a combination of the two? Like that's kind of crazy, isn't it? That is insane. So you're saying if I just visualize working out and building muscle, I could increase that muscle retention by 13.5%. Yeah, exactly. You don't even have to get off the couch. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of crazy. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it just sitting on your ass and just visualize. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing crunches, right, crunches right now as you like put in cheese puffs into your mouth. It's like, Ooh, and one. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely it would encourage you to do some exercise. Don't just visualize it all. Uh, wow, Kevin, I think that's huge. What steps do I need to take in order to actually start to visualize? Yeah, so I think the key is getting very, very clear and specific on the vision. You know, like it, even a valuable exercise is look at your past successes in life. Look at those and almost uh, try to replicate those uh, feelings, those, you know, what you saw, what you felt, who you celebrated with, and replicate those uh, to the future. You know, you completing a marathon, the feelings of joy and satisfaction you get, celebrating with your loved ones, whatever it might be. So just get very clear on it. And you could even, you know, write it down, write it down on a sheet of paper, what that and achieving that end goal looks like. The next point I would say is, is, you know, create the emotions that you would typically feel when you achieve that success. So again, it's about using your past successes. Did you feel like, uh, you know, slumped over and like sad? No, you felt like incredible joy. You felt like your heart was exploding. You felt that incredible surge in your stomach. You know, you were like jumping up in the air with joy. So create those emotions like you have when you, when you achieve those past successes and then start visualizing, start visualizing yourself achieving those different successes, um, whether it's crossing the finish line, whether it's like jumping into a pool of money, uh, whether it's, um, you know, coming home to to your loving family, start to visualize it. And this, I think, is where this is probably the most critical and important part of visualization. Uh-oh. You know, Uh-oh. <laughs> and it's probably not the, like, you know, it's, it's probably the part that people are like, oh, I just want to sit, sit down and spend time visualizing and not actually do anything. No, like the critical thing is you have to start taking small daily actions that move you closer to achieving, achieving mm. your goals. Yeah, Look, yeah. Visualization will not work if you just sit on your ass and see yourself doing it. Visualization is, you know, you need to actually put the work in and the graft in to get to that end goal. So that honestly is probably the most critical step. Um, and then just, you know, being gritty, gritty and persevere when the chips are down, don't throw in the towel, keep working towards it. Because I have found that um, although it may not, you may not get there in a straight line, you will eventually get there. I think those are great tips, Kevin. And I think if anybody hasn't started visualization or that's a goal of yours in 2021, these are great tips to kind of apply. But I'm curious, do you have a personal story or an antidote to help us kind of see it, these tips be implemented in real life that we can apply to our own situations as well. For sure. And and honestly, Brie, like I say this truthfully, there are countless examples uh, I could use. Like visualization in terms of me achieving my goals has been 
super, super impactful. But one example that like always comes to mind that really hits home because so, you know, I, I like, I wouldn't consider myself the bluntest tool in the shed, but I wouldn't say I'm the sharpest tool in the shed either. <laughs> I'm probably like somewhere in the middle and I'm like, okay with that. I've come to be okay with that. I have other strengths <laughs> and that's okay. But growing up, you know, there's, I definitely had a lot of insecurities around that. Um, I just didn't have a lot of belief in my abilities and in my like intellect and intelligence. So, you know, I was always the messer in school. I was always distracting everybody else. That was my thing. But, you know, over time I started to realize, look, this is, this is bringing me down. It's not helping me in any way, having these beliefs Mm. and and thoughts. So, so yeah, like me going back to do the masters, it wasn't about getting the piece of paper. It was about proving to myself that I could do this, that I was intelligent. I was like just as smart as other people. It just came down to, to working on it and believing. So went back to do the masters, you know, key thing here, Brie, like, yes, I visualized every day. Um, I visualized myself getting a, a first class honors, which is the best score you can get. And I've kept visualizing a specific number, actually 71% kept visualizing that. But more importantly, I put the work in, I worked my ass off um, to like do well in the degree. So it wasn't just sitting and visualizing, it was actually putting in the graft and the effort. Um, but 50% of the, the degree is exams. 50% is like a dissertation, basically a book you put together and submit. So anyways, go through the year, work really hard, sit my exams, and I get a score of, of 68%, which is just below the first class honors I was hoping to get. So, you know, it was kind of disappointing. It was a bit of a bummer, but I kept putting in the work, you know, I kept visualizing and I submitted my, my dissertation or my uh, submission, a thesis a couple of weeks later. Um, and anyways, at that point, I kind of said like, whatever happens, happens, open my exams, obviously I had the 60%, 68% for my exams, but, uh, and then I had something like 75% for my dissertation and the overall score I got was 71%. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's just oh, kind of good. like that's yeah. that crazy specific and for it to happen in that way where mm. it just kind of blew my mind. And it just really ingrained to me, ingrained in, in me the fact that like this is legit. Visualization is legitimate and is something that I genuinely believe uh, will help a lot of people if they incorporate that into their, their goal setting. Love it, Kevin. Love it. Every time I hear that story, I get chills because it's so good. It's so good. It makes me actually really want to put in the steps because it does work. It really does. It does for sure. Yeah. And I, I'm curious, Bri. I know uh, I've been uh, talking a lot about my visualiza- visualization tips. I'm, I'm curious, like if you have any tips around uh, goal setting for our listeners, would love to hear um, your input. I think if we are going to be successful in 2021, which I know we all are, and properly doing visualization and executing on our goals, it really starts with the idea that you have to become the person that you need to be. Let's stop setting these superficial goals and really look to become something greater than the goal. My coach, I work with the coach and he says it like this, without the being, the doing won't stick. And that really resonated with me. It's so, Mm. yeah. That's awesome. And I think if you want 
you could think of it this way. There's an author, his name is James Clear. He wrote this amazing book called Atomic Habits. And he talks about this idea that improvements are only temporary until they become a part of who you are. And so in 2021, if your goal is I'm going to read books, why not say my goal is to become a reader instead of saying, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. No, my goal is to become a runner, right? It's now getting into instead of just a goal, it's changing who you are. You're becoming something different. So if your goal is, oh, I'm going to learn an instrument. No, I'm going to be become a musician. I even said it. My goal was to buy a house in 2021. No, my goal is to become an investor. The goal is not to expand my network. The goal is to become a leader. Boom. I love it. That's awesome, Bree. Yeah. I'm kind of curious then, how do you go about building that identity? You know, do you have any kind of tips or, or tricks around that? Yeah. And I think that's a natural question. How do I actually build my identity? And I think one of the crucial kind of building blocks of building your identity is to incorporate mindfulness practices. And one of those mindfulness practices could just be meditation. And guess what? Visualization is a form of meditation. Boom. So we already hooked y'all up with the tips and tricks to visualize. And Kevin's already explained some amazing examples that were life-changing about how visualization can impact your life. So now it's about increasing your capacity to visualize. And how do you increase that capacity? Well, it's setting aside time. Maybe it's five or 10 minutes in the morning. Maybe it's five or 10 minutes in the evening, but it's about carving out moments of the day to be quiet, to lower the distractions and put yourself in the best place so that you can visualize, so that you can become the person that you want to be. And therefore the goals are a no brainer. They're like a consequence of becoming who you are meant to be. You're, you're spot on. It has to become your your identity rather than, uh, like you said, kind of setting the superficial goals and targets. Be, just become the future person that you want to be. You know, start to think like that future person. And I think, honestly, a lot of that comes down to, you know, leveraging mentors, leaders, people who have done it before. Again, it comes back to replicate the behaviors and the actions of the people that have already done it uh, and use that as kind of the crutch to get yourself to the the future person, the future place you want to be. 100%, Kevin. 100%. Well, thanks for everyone listening today. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully you stuck it out with us and and got a couple of helpful nuggets of information. Um, You know, if you did like it, we would love for you guys to give us a rating, subscribe, maybe share with some people. That would be awesome. We're going to be doing this every week. So next week's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about our learnings from COVID and from 2020. We'd love for you to tune in. Um, So yeah, I think that's us for this week. Bree, do you want to say bye? Bye.